0: Sales is King, episode sixty-seven. everybody. Welcome to Sales is King. I am Dan Sixsmith. I am your host. And I believe that sales reps and sales leaders are at a crossroads in 2018. They're in danger of being disintermediated and displaced. And if they do not transform themselves, they will fall victim the way other companies have done so. The blockbusters, the sports authorities, and others. So, Sales reps can choose one of two directions. Embrace the new requirements. Embrace what buyers are looking for today. Change their style. Add new skills. And become a top flight seller. Or... They can choose to cling to their old ways and watch their sales numbers decline. Similarly, sales leaders need to change their skills. They need to be great coaches. They need to be great leaders. They need to be more than just pipeline managers. And they, too, have faced a crossroads. And that's what we talk about in this podcast. And if you haven't done so already, please reach out to me, and let's get acquainted, dan.sixsmith at gmail.com. So, we had some fun today coming up with the uh, title of the podcast episode, Dude, what has happened to your leverage? Dude, what's happened to your leverage? And to me, this typifies what's going on in sales today and everything we're reading, right? That buyers are firmly in control, uh, with sellers scrambling around to get their footing. And to figure out how to make heads or tails of this new digital landscape, right? Um, And we've seen the evidence of that in the sales quota attainment numbers going down. And the general disgust that buyers have for some of the ongoing old school tactics that many of the salespeople are using today. And to me, what it says is, is that We are losing our leverage. We are giving away our leverage um, in these negotiations, in these conversations. We did an episode a couple of weeks ago which said that only 17% of us get a second meeting. So, you know, we are fumbling the snap early on in the game, not getting invited back. Um, So, and we talk about in this podcast all the many things that you can do. To turn things around and start selling more and to deliver a more credible customer experience and sales experience and to sell more, to ring the cash register more. So I want to talk today about the concept of leverage in sales, in your conversations on the phone, in your meetings with prospects. Um, Does all the leverage belong to the buyer, as many of these studies say? And the answer is absolutely not. Um, Do buyers have more resources than ever before? Yes. Um, Can buyers do a lot more research uh, online than ever before? Yes. Can buyers access information that they traditionally got from salespeople in the past? Yes, they can. So what do we do about that? Um, That's what we're going to talk about today. Um, Are we just going to fold up tent? Are we going to cry in our Wheaties and say that, oh, my God, the buyers uh, don't want to talk to us anymore? The buyers can learn all this online. No. Uh, What we talk about in this podcast is what do we do in the digital economy? What do we do to compete, to sell more, to pivot to adjust our approach. Um, We talk a lot about what buyers are looking for today, but let's talk about the concept of leverage, right? Um, You know, what is leverage, first of all? So if we go to dictionary.com, leverage is the power to influence people and get the results that you want. Leverage is the power to influence people and get the results you want, right? So when we face off against a buyer, both of us want to get the results that we want. We want to influence people, right? We want to influence them to buy our product. Um, they want to influence us perhaps to you know, leave and never come back or to drop our price um, or to go on the defensive somehow. Um, So let's talk about this notion um, of leverage and um, what do we do in sales meetings and on sales calls to take back the leverage. You know, one of my earlier episodes um, is take back the power, right? This is a tug of war right now that's going on. Um, You know, we can't just sit by and accept the status quo that uh, sellers are now at a disadvantage. We're not at a disadvantage if we know what to do. And that's what we spent the last 66 episodes talking about and we'll do this for another 66 um, going forward. So let's talk about how you create leverage in a conversation with a buyer. Um, The first one is to try to, first of all, fully understand what the problem is that the buyer has you have to find a problem you have to find an issue and you have to find a challenge um, because without that you're just be going to be talking theory and you're going to be talking about what you do and hoping that it somehow ties back to an issue or a challenge that the customer has and he's going to magically want your solution or product so we're going to find a problem number one and we do that by being um, consultative by being curious by being empathetic by being authentic and we're going to talk more about authenticity I think on our next uh, episode. Um, and you know just to digress for a second, we were talking about this in a, in a meeting the other day with a client you know um, and I've we've, we've gone over this on the podcast you have to earn the right to, to ask questions. you know you can't just come in, not know somebody and start asking them about their business. It's just, um, it's too personal. You know, it's not appropriate. And um, they're not gonna wanna tell you because they have no, they know nothing about you. So uh, we have to earn the right. So we'll, we'll, we'll get into that more on another episode. So we uncover the problem, great. Um, that's not enough. What we have to do is to highlight what the problem costs the prospect today, right? Um, We have to uncover what happens if this remains an issue. What happens if this is not solved, right? We've talked about this a lot, but it's really pivotal in the sales conversation. What happens if this issue is not solved? How important is it? How big of an issue is it? You know, so we need to work with that prospect to help um, quantify the financial risk of not solving the problem. We also need to kind of qualify what's the personal risk, right? Whose heads are on the line? Is our stakeholder going to go on the chopping block if he or she doesn't solve this? So that is leverage my friends when we can get to that point in the conversation we are creating massive leverage for ourselves, because we are helping the prospect understand the stakes the risks of not moving toward your solution the stakes are high the risks are higher of the status quo than it is of moving to your solution Uh, i talked about this in a recent post um, using risk to our advantage, taking the concept of risk and turning the tables on the client. Oh, you're nervous to, to stick your neck out and spend some money with us? Well, why don't you take a look at what your current situation is costing you and toward what you're careening toward if you don't solve this problem, both from a, um, a personal perspective, a job security perspective, uh, a costing the company money perspective. Um, Not even to mention um, a competitive advantage issue, right? Uh, Putting your company at a competitive disadvantage if some of your competitors are leapfrogging you or pulling away from you, right? So very important. Um, We're going to highlight the risk of and the cost of the current situation, the current state after we've uncovered the problem, okay? How else do we create leverage in a sales conversation? Um, Number two, we need to deliver some information that the prospect did not know. We need to deliver some information that the prospect did not know. What do I mean by that? So yes, they're gonna be going on the website, and yes, they're gonna be reading the white paper, and yes, they're going to be reading the product sheets. Um, and yes, they're going to be reading the About Us uh, tab. And yes, they may be reading um, some other materials or they may be watching some videos. So if you come in as the salesperson, and I know I've said this for you guys that are loyal followers, I, ap- I apologize for the repetition. Um, but if you come in regurgitating the website, Uh, Your value is a goose egg. It's zero. Um, I don't need somebody, if I'm a buyer, coming in and telling me yesterday's news, uh, you know, stuff that I already know. Um, If you're a salesperson, you have to come in and deliver what we call insights, right? Tell the buyer something they do not know. Tell them about their competition, Tell them about other others in their industry that may be facing the same challenges, and what they did, and perhaps how you helped them. Um, you know, uh, talking about the risks. You know, talking about um, strategy, right? You know, how is this important to the corporate strategy? How are others in their industry? Um, uh, you know, having this bubble up to the top of their priority list, why is this a top priority for others um, in their industry, right? Um, Maybe getting into more of the financials in terms of uh, what this might mean to them. Uh, Maybe a story or two on some of the successes, some case studies, right? that um, others have experienced so you're bringing in rich information right you're bringing in what my buddy james muir calls unexpected value you know um you're a pleasant surprise the meeting is going better than they expected um and you've established yourself as a subject matter expert which according to all the statistics buyers 92 of buyers said they'll speak to salespeople who are subject matter experts, right? So this is how you create leverage. This is how you go in and have a, have a buyer say, I need to speak to Dan again because it was a great meeting. He knows a lot, and he delivered a lot of insight uh, into my problem <clears throat> that I didn't have prior to meeting Dan. So that is also how you create Uh, leverage. The next way to create leverage is to um, sell value, right? So you start selling value by uh, quantifying and uncovering the issues, quantifying the cost of the status quo. Um, You sell value by discussing your solution in terms of uh, the benefits that it is going to bring, qualitative and quantitative, to the table. But in the context of the issue, right? Um, Perhaps it's costing you $2 million today uh, to handle your current status quo. Uh, Perhaps I need you to invest $150,000 with me, but I'm going to make your $2 million problem go away. Would you do that? Would you invest $150,000 to save two million, and the answer, of course, is going to be yes. So, we sell value. You know, we quantify. We talk in terms of the buyer issues and priorities. First, we solve problems. Uh, we don't go in and we don't talk about us uh, in a vacuum. And there is a ton that we can talk about on value selling, and we can get into that and. I'm, I'm sure I've got an episode back there that dealt exclusively with that. Um, The next point, and, you know, it really could fall under the umbrella of selling value, but differentiate, right? So as part of this conversation, um, you're, you're, you're developing leverage because you know your competitors and you can easily differentiate your solution, your company from others that your prospect may be speaking to. And you can talk about the benefits and you can talk about the downsides of uh, or the risks of them going with the competition, right? You know the marketplace, you know the competitors, um, you know your customer base, and you do the appropriate differentiating. You know, you show them how your company has solved these issues on a much greater scale if that's the case, or on a much more efficient basis if that's the case, or with a much greater customer experience um, and hand-holding um, and engagement strategy, execution strategy, all the different things that your company brings to the table that is better than the competition. That's how you create leverage. Um other ways. Mindset, right? Uh, Mindset. You go into a meeting and you visualize success. Uh, You don't go into a meeting worried, and you don't go into a meeting thinking about all the negatives that might happen. Certainly, you can prepare for issues and how to solve them, but you go in with a positive mindset, right? Um, And you realize that The process of selling is actually an exchange, right? Um, Both parties benefit, right? I'm solving a problem. I'm helping the customer. I'm helping him make a lot more money. I'm helping him move along uh, and get promoted. Um, I'm helping this organization um, develop a greater competitive advantage. Right. That's the mindset going in. Not like, oh, my God, please buy my wares and chewing your fingernails and and worried about rejection. No, it's confidence. It's, hey, I've done this for numerous customers in your space and they are um, blossoming. They are doing well. Um, They are leveraging our solution to gain greater competitive advantage, to make more money, to save more money, to reduce risk. Um, whatever it may be. But that's the picture that you go in with. That's the story you tell, um, and that's the mindset that you go in with. Leverage in your own mind that you've created through your preparation and that you will be creating through these conversations. Next, how else do you create leverage? Well, think about your current customer base. Um... Have we um, sufficiently uh, worked through all of the different divisions? Have we connected to all of the different stakeholders? Have we um, been able to maximize our revenue potential within those customers? Think about it, we already have friendlies, people that we're working with, people that are working with us now, that have um, purchased our solution, that are happy. Are we going? and are we asking them for referrals um, to get us greater exposure within these accounts, right? That's using our leverage with people that know us to help to introduce us to other people um, in those current customer organizations, right? Um, That is leverage. The more people you help, um, the greater your sales are going to be, the greater the leverage that you have and that leads me to the next point right Um, and it might kind of tie back into uh, mindset but you know um, the more people you help the more deals you have in the pipeline um, the less desperate you're gonna be and quite honestly um, the less you're gonna care so to speak um, there is something called the principle of least interest. And we talk about it in negotiation. Basically what it says is the person that cares the least wins. Um, and, and for any of you and for all of us that have been in negotiations, you know what I'm talking about, right? Um, if something matters a heck of a lot more to me than the other person on the other side of the field, they've got an inherent advantage. They've got the leverage. So what I'm trying to say to you is that You know, it's incumbent on you to build a healthy pipeline, to have many deals going on so that no one deal takes on too great um, a meaning to you to the point of where you're coming across as desperate. You're willing to give away your leverage. You're willing to do almost anything to try and get the business and the customer can sniff that out. You know, they're like wolves, these guys and gals, you know. Uh, they could smell blood in the water and they'll eat you up alive. So um, you have to build the pipeline. Um, And I'm going to go one step further. You should have other revenue streams. You know, you should have money coming in to the point of where, you know, this particular deal is just a speck on the map. You know, whether it's investment income, whether it's uh, side hustles, whether it's uh, other businesses, if you're on boards, whatever it is, um, you maximize your strength and leverage um, if you're coming from a foundation of strength, of financial strength. Um, you know, you're know you not panicked that your job is on the line if you don't get this deal or that your quarter is going to go to hell uh, or your year is uh, depending on this. Do you see what I mean? This is, this is 100% in our camp today. Um, I talked about one of the earlier episodes, what are you doing about job security? You got to – we got to create our own job security. You know, we do that by being high performers. But we do that by building up um, other streams of income. So I'm encouraging you to make sure you do that. Um, You know the feeling. This deal has to happen. That's bad, man, because the leverage – just shifted over to the other side of the field. You just handed the ball to the other team. You just took all the chips and you just put them over on the other side of the table. So be careful on that. Um, How else do we create leverage? We create leverage by being in an always on mode, by having our antenna up at all times, right? always on the lookout for a potential new connection uh one that might help us or one that might help others right um at the soccer field at the dinner at the cocktail party um curiosity you know what do you do what do you guys do for work oh interesting you know um how can i help you you know there was a great um dave kirpin who you guys need to follow uh the ceo of likable media um you know, he talks about the, the greatest words in the English language or how can I help you? You know, um, of course, there's the famous Adam Grant book that I've mentioned several times. And I got to dig that up somewhere around here. Give and take. Right. The givers come out on top. The takers don't. And the scorekeepers don't. You know, the scorekeepers are, hey, I did you a favor. Now you owe me one. Or, hey, I did you two favors. You owe me two favors. That, that's not how it works. So antenna always up. Always networking, always looking for help, always looking to make a connection. Uh, when I say always looking for help, always looking to help someone, um, connect somebody, connect two people in your organization. Um, perhaps see if someone you meet might be a good prospect for your organization. Maybe that person might be a, a new employer for you. Um, but always be thinking about opportunities. Always be looking for the opportunities in a meeting, in a conversation, Um that a new connection of yours could be an opportunity. Can you help them some way that will also potentially benefit you um, in another way? Um, Last point, and then we'll uh, adjourn for episode 67. And really, really glad to be back. Uh, Had a little bit of a hiatus, which um, my studio uh, got kind of drowned out in a uh, rainstorm that we had several weeks ago so we've been doing a little bit of scrambling in addition to a lot of traveling and a lot of uh, great great client work but we're back on stream and we'll be coming at you at least once a week from here on out so thanks for hanging in with us but the last point is you know take a step back in these meetings and make sure that this is a prospect or a client or a deal that makes sense for you and your organization not every meeting not every prospect not every customer Um, is a good fit. You know, Jerry Acuff says, you have no business selling someone that you um, can't help. You know, uh, if there's not a problem that you can solve, you need to move on. But, you know, similarly, um, it just might not be a good fit. They might be too low priced. They might not understand your business. Uh, You might not like their, um, their team. You know, so not every deal... Uh, is a good deal. Not every meeting is going to go forward. And not every prospect might fit well for you. And that's leverage too. We have leverage. You might not be a good fit for me, Mr. Buyer. You know, you also have to show me that you fit into um, a person that I can help. So think about this. I'm telling you it's huge. Uh, Leverage is the key word going forward into 2019, okay? Leverage, think about how you create leverage from a global perspective in your life, um, in your sales business. And then think about the leverage in the tactical uh, approach, in the calls, right? Think about the leverage and, and say to yourself, who has the leverage? Am I going in and creating leverage for myself and my company? Or am I going to just sit back and fall victim to the digital, the changes that are going on in the digital era? You know, will I take the bull by the horns? Will I learn? Will I evolve? Will I develop the leverage required to be a top flight seller in 2019? Peace.